0: Welcome in to Outkick the Show, Monday edition of the program. I hope all of you are having fantastic Mondays, wherever you may be, across this great country or this great land. Now, you know, I'm not the kind of guy to brag, draw attention to myself, anything of that sort or nature. I tend to be a quiet, shrinking violet kind of guy, not the one to say, hey, look at me, look over here, look at what I'm doing. But I have to break that regular reticence today because your boy went 6-0 and with the outkick six-pack this weekend in the NFL. That would have paid out at almost 50-1 to if you parlayed it, as several of you did because you sent me your parlay cards. 6-0 in the NFL, 5-2 in college football. 11-2 and two overall with the gambling picks. I hope that all of you got rich kids. That's especially the case because sports gambling is now legal in Tennessee and in many other jurisdictions it will be legal soon, including Michigan. You get, this is a great deal. If you haven't already listened to me and signed up, if you go to fanduel.com slash clay, that's Fanduel.com slash Clay. My name, C-L-A-Y, right after Fanduel.com. You get a $1,000 free roll, up to a $1,000 free roll. That means even if you lose your bet, they will match it for you at Fanduel. Fanduel.com slash Clay. Tennessee off and rolling. There's going to be a great offer this week. You need to go ahead and get registered. Fanduel.com. Clay Also, also on top of that as if you didn't know already Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, West Virginia, Colorado, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Tennessee and coming soon Michigan that's nine states now where you can sign up at fanduel.com slash clay. Alright, some breaking news just came down a few minutes ago. It is potentially... Jameis Winston time in New Orleans. Drew Brees has broken ribs, cracked ribs, however you want to classify it, on both his left and his right side. Couldn't go back in for the second half of the game against the 49ers. Probably going to be out four weeks or so. Also, one of them may be impacting his ability to breathe with the uh, punctured lung. So we're going to have to wait and see exactly, but it is probably going to be Jameis Winston time in New Orleans, unless they've got special packages in place for Taysom Hill. uh, We will see how all of that shakes out. But if you're not a little bit giddy thinking about Jameis Winston trying to eat the dubs and also thinking about Jameis 30 for 30 Winston taking over in New Orleans, I'm sorry, Jameis Winston, one of the most electric football players, you have no idea what's going to happen. Every time he drops back to pass, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in that game. couple of thoughts on Sunday night football. First, maybe the Patriots aren't dead. They won to get back to 4-5, and five, their second straight win. And is it time to start to ask a question, which you couldn't ask at all last year because everybody would say, oh my God, you're racist for asking this question. Is it a fair question to ask whether the NFL has now caught up to Lamar Jackson? Right now, in his last 10 games, Lamar Jackson is 6-4. and four, Losses to the Titans. Losses to a beatdown from the Chiefs. Loss to the Steelers. Loss to, now, the Patriots. If you compare the way the Patriot defense was able to play against Lamar Jackson this year compared to last year, it definitely feels like the NFL has caught up to what the Ravens were doing last year. Greg Roman's offensive schemes, much like... With Colin Kaepernick, when he came into the league, Colin Kaepernick was unstoppable. Remember that uh, a guy like Ron Jaworski said that he thought Colin Kaepernick could be the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. And then Colin Kaepernick falls off as it becomes clear that NFL defenses can find out how to guard him and defend him. And as a result, he ends up getting beaten out by Blaine Gabbert, begins the whole kneeling process. I don't know where things are going to go from here for Lamar Jackson. I feel like the Ravens will be a playoff team, but that things are not going as swimmingly well as you would have anticipated for Lamar this year. He's questioning the fact that teams know what plays they are going to run. There are substantial issues with injuries on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, You now have Lamar Jackson being forced to throw the ball much more than he was last year. And the result is, I actually think what we are seeing this year is Kyler Murray is a superior version of Lamar Jackson. And if anything, Kyler Murray is actually being underhyped. maybe because he plays in Arizona, maybe because he's playing with Cliff Kingsbury. East Coast always gets more hype, it seems, than West Coast. But, Kyler Murray seems to me to be everything that Lamar Jackson is when it comes to running the football with the ability to make every throw under the sun, including the Hail Mary touchdown pass for DeAndre Hopkins. So if you had to make a choice right now, we were talking about this on the radio this morning, I know Lamar Jackson is the defending MVP, but wouldn't if you had to choose between second-year quarterback Kyler Murray or third-year quarterback Lamar Jackson wouldn't everybody take Kyler Murray over the next five years based on the trajectory and by the way everybody would take Patrick Mahomes because he's the best quarterback in the NFL but I do think it's interesting to see the hype machine for Lamar Jackson last year and we haven't seen the same level of hype machine for Kyler Murray at least so far even though he's playing in a very difficult division even though he had an iconic and legendary performance at the end of the game against the Bills to get the victory, and even though his team is now tied in the wins and losses column in the NFC West with Russell Wilson and with Jared Goff, with the Seahawks, and with the Rams. Speaking of Russell Wilson, his performance against the Rams, which was one of my six gambling wins this weekend, his performance against the Rams is following his performance against the Bills, has dropped Russell Wilson out of the favorite, out of the catbird seat in the NFL. And now everybody's looking around and saying, wait a minute, turns out this guy Patrick Mahomes pretty good at playing football. And right now Mahomes is the favorite and Aaron Rodgers is making a run as well. Both of those guys are posting flat out incredible statistical seasons. All right, so... The result, even though we still have a game going on tonight, is that we now have nine AFC teams at six and three or better. The Titans, my beloved Tennessee Titans, have fallen all the way to ninth place in the NFL right now, in the AFC. Ninth place, only seven teams will make the playoffs. They're behind the Dolphins. They're behind the Browns. They're probably going to lose this weekend to the Baltimore Ravens. They are around a touchdown underdog, which will drop them to six and four. They will then go on the road next weekend on Thanksgiving weekend, and they will lose to the uh, Indianapolis Colts, which will drop them to six and five. And then the, uh, the Cleveland Browns will be coming to town in Nashville, and the Titans will have managed to turn a 5-0 and start into <clears throat> a six and five season where they are trending towards, wait for it, a fifth straight 9-7 and season, and they may well fall all the way out of the playoffs. This is the curse of being a Titans fan. So, all of that is out there. How about the college football playoff picture? College football playoff picture, there are really eight scenarios that are still alive, and I'm going to try to do them off the top of my head. Alabama is going to be in the playoff. It would take something extraordinary for the Tide not to be in. Ohio State, I think, is going to be in the playoff as well, although I'm nervous about COVID if I'm a Buckeye fan. I believe Clemson will win out, come back to beat Notre Dame, get into the playoff, which is why I think Alabama will be the one seed. Ohio State will be the two seed. Clemson will be the three seed. And your four seed will come down to potentially Notre Dame, could be 11-1 and Notre Dame. Could be 10-1 Florida who could win the SEC championship still. They would have to win the SEC championship to make it. Could be 9-1 Texas A&M which is not going to be able to play against Ole Miss this weekend because according to Billy Lucci one positive COVID test it's all contact tracing coming out of Texas A&M right now. One positive test out of the Aggies is keeping them from being able to play. Uh, And Then, if Oklahoma State were to finish 11-1 and and win out, maybe, depending on how things all break out, uh, the Pac-12 champ or potentially uh, one of those scenarios where if Ohio State doesn't win the Big Ten, they're playing against undefeated Indiana this weekend. Also, you have Northwestern and Wisconsin playing. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 are in legitimate danger about whether or not they are going to be able to, to finish their season. Because if one more uh, game gets canceled for Wisconsin. Effectively their season's over. They can't represent the Big Ten West. And the Big Ten title game. If two more games get canceled for Ohio State. They aren't allowed to represent the Big Ten East. And the Pac-12 continues to have a lot of different positive tests. Coming down there. So it remains to be seen exactly how everything is going to shake out. But at least one SEC game among the seven that are scheduled already off the table. Ole Miss going on the road against Texas A&M. Now, that Ole Miss offense is on absolute fire. Lane Kiffin is killing it right now on the offensive side of the ball. I hope you saw his celebration sprinting down the sideline, throwing the play sheet into the air after he had called a perfect play that was going to end in a touchdown. And that beatdown that Lane Kiffin put on South Carolina coming on the heels of another beatdown delivered by Texas A&M, got something to happen that we weren't really sure was going to happen in a COVID year where everybody's budgets are under strain. South Carolina fired Will Muschamp and is going to pay out around $15 million in buyouts in order to replace him. So who gets that job? There are several different guys that I believe are around the focal point, but I think South Carolina's number one target is going to be Hugh Freeze. At Liberty, Hugh Freeze, 8-0. You know what he did at Ole Miss. Now here's the question. Does Hugh Freeze want the South Carolina job? I think he may wait and see what other jobs may come open. Other guys that'll be in the mix. Coastal Carolina's Chadwell, who we had on the show uh, on, I believe it was Thursday or Friday of last week. I can't remember the exact day. Billy Napier down at Louisiana. I think it's possible that Tony Elliott, Brent Venables, coordinators at Clemson get a look. Maybe Steve Sarkeesian, Alabama's offensive coordinator. Uh, Maybe, maybe if you think about the closeness in South Carolina uh, to Joe Brady and what is going on, maybe he wants to stay in the NFL. But I think Joe Brady would be a heck of a hire, at least in terms of the offensive performance. All of those are potentially people that could get serious looks from South Carolina, but I am genuinely uh, genuinely interested in who they're going to go get and what that scenario will be. Hugh Freeze is going to get the most attention, but could Hugh Freeze stay at Liberty for another year, rolling the dice that Tennessee or Auburn could come open in the next season and be better jobs than South Carolina? Will he be patient enough to wait for that opportunity? It's an intriguing one. And or, will he wait to see what happens at Michigan where the wheels have come off for Jim Harbaugh? Congratulations to Paul Crist and the Wisconsin Badgers for the beatdown that they put on the Michigan Wolverines. That halftime deficit was the largest in the history of the big house, going all the way back to its construction in 1927 this was a beatdown of epic proportions delivered by Wisconsin for a second straight year against Michigan. Early on, when I was saying that Jim Harbaugh was the most overrated coach in the history of college football, there used to be a lot of pushback. A lot of people would argue with me. Now, whenever I point that out, there are absolute crickets because I am now correct. And the question is, how does the Jim Harbaugh experience end in Michigan? As he's finishing off his sixth year he's never won the Big Ten East. He has never put himself in position to actually be able to contend for a Big Ten championship in terms of being in the Big Ten title game. I know he's had games that were close against Ohio State and so to me this is really intriguing to follow and think about exactly how it is going to go forward in Michigan but the coaching carousel could really kind of get spinning quickly if suddenly Michigan has to go hire a new coach. I don't know who that person would be but I do think it's really intriguing to contemplate whether that could open up some other jobs as well. So before we get into my Heisman race uh, let me go ahead and a couple of other talks let me go ahead and tell you about my friends at Manscaped. All right, Manscaped As you can see, their slogan is, your balls will thank you. This company has taken the male grooming industry by storm. They are everywhere now. They have precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And if you're using, let's be honest, you know, I know a lot of you look at me and you think, my God, that man is so impeccably groomed. If only I could have a beard like he does. If only... I could be as immaculately attractive as Clay Travis is on a day-to-day basis. One reason, one success story in my life is I have different tools for my family jewels versus my face and these are the guys who will help get you there. They have got ball toner. They have got ball deodorant. They will hook you up. They also have the Weed Whacker which is an electric nose and ear hair trimmer And right now, you can get hooked up in a big way. If you go to manscaped.com and use the code DBAP20, you get 20% off and free shipping on everything that you order. Every single thing that you order, 20% off. Your balls will thank you and you will be as well-groomed as yours truly who, let's be honest, really kind of legendary for my grooming ability. That's what everybody thinks whenever they see me. Man, that guy is perfectly and immaculately groomed. Go to manscape.com right now. DBAP20 is the code to use on checkout. 20% off all the products plus, plus free shipping. Also, Ian Rappaport got suspended for sharing a Manscaped ad on Instagram. Fingers crossed that OutKick doesn't suspend me for sharing this link, uh, manscaped.com, DBAP20. All right, Uh, a couple of other things here. The NCAA tournament right now, scheduled in Indianapolis, all right? By the way, did I mention, did I mention, did I mention your balls will thank you? Yes, I did, yes, I did. Manscaped.com, DBAP20. Your balls really will thank you. And there'll be a lot of balls bouncing around in Indianapolis if, as scheduled, the NCAA tournament is taking place in Indianapolis alone. All 68 teams theoretically going to Indiana to play in Indianapolis because the NCAA tournament cannot be canceled for a second straight year without bankrupting many different athletic departments, including the NCAA. So this will be actually intriguing to follow. And see what ends up happening with the NCAA tournament. Not a lot of attention being paid. But college basketball begins next week. Everybody's been focused on college football, the NFL, everything else. College basketball will start play next week. It will be intriguing to see how it all shakes out. The idea of all the games being played in Indianapolis, at least to me, seems like it has a lot of positivity associated with it. Finally, you want some good news. Another vaccine is reportedly going to be released soon for COVID. This one has a 94.5% success rating, according to Moderna. They could have 20 million of these vaccines ready to go along with the ones from Pfizer. Do you remember when all and everyone in the media was saying that Donald Trump's suggestion that we were gonna have vaccines before the end of the year was wildly optimistic and there was no way it was gonna happen. It's amazing how six days after the election and 13 days after the election, suddenly all the news comes out about the vaccines being ready for distribution, potentially by the end of the month, certainly by December. Figuring out who gets these vaccines will be a major undertaking, but the answer seems to me it should be healthcare workers, and the most elderly inside of nursing homes. It seems to me those are the people who are dying the most. That's who we need to go ahead and vaccinate first. But this is fantastic news for everybody out there, whether you are a corona bro or a normal person. Uh, A 94.5% success rating for the Moderna vaccine, 90% for Pfizer. Both of those working together would be absolutely fantastic. All right. I hope all of you got rich kids 6-0 on the NFL picks 5-2 on the college football picks a remarkable 11-2 gambling weekend finally getting on a really big role in both directions college football and the NFL I'll be live at 5 Eastern 4 Central 3 Mountain 2 Pacific on Fox Bet Live I am your king I will be wearing a crown as I had a great weekend of gambling also Go get signed up right now. Tennessee in particular. Sports gambling is brand new. Go sign up at Fanduel.com slash Clay. Fanduel.com slash Clay. And remember, if you want to be the envy of your neighborhood and you want everybody to say, my God, you're as well-groomed as Clay Travis, you need to go to Manscaped.com and put in the code DBAP20. Again, I hope I don't get suspended for this. Manscaped.com, DBAP20, 20% off and free shipping. I am Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I'll be on television. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Fun radio show coming and fun TV show coming. Let's go, boys. Kisses from me to the haters. Thanks for making me rich. See you guys.